0: This is El Paisano Media, and you're listening to EPM Network.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to Rio Hondo Sports Zone. My name is Mia Alvarez, and I'm also your online sports editor for the El Paisano newspaper. Today I have Noah, Luis, and Matthew.
2: My name is Matthew Medino. I am the news editor for El Paisano Media. What's up? I'm Luis
0: Martinez, and I'm the opinion editor for El Paisano Newspaper.
3: Hello, I'm Noah Scovia, the former sports editor of El Paisano Newspaper.
1: And today we were supposed to have our mystery player, but due to certain circumstances, we're going to have one next week and the week after, hopefully. And right now we're going to start off with the Rio Hondo Sports. So what already happened was men basketball is starting off Pretty strongly because they had a game on this Tuesday, November 1st, against Golden West, and they won 84-88. And then they also had a game Thursday, November 3rd, against Orange Coast. And it was a loss. They only lost by one point. Very
2: close game. So Yes.
1: And then I think uh, men's soccer played Tuesday, November 1st, against Pasadena City. That was a win, 0-4. Women's soccer had also played... Tuesday, November 1st against Pasadena, and it was a tie. And then men's water polo played Thursday, November 3rd against El Camino. Um, it was a loss, but it was kind of a close game because it was 18 to 17. And then women's volleyball also played Wednesday, November 2nd against Long Beach, and they swept him out in threes, which was a win. So we're going to start off with basketball that's happening.
3: Men's or women's?
1: Uh, the men's. We'll start with the men's.
3: Okay, so like Mia said, they beat they beat um Golden West eighty eight to eighty four. It was their first game of the season. And let me throw you some stats at you guys. So freshman guard Miles Jones hit a game winning layup with eight seconds remaining to secure oh, so the victory for the Roadrunners. Wait,
2: that was men's or women's?
3: Men's, men's basketball. Oh. And then also miles miles led Rio in points with twenty six, and it was his debut game as a freshman. Let's go. Also, also the three main stats that stood out to, for the game versus Golden West was real had a forty six point three field goal percentage for the entire game. Also. Rio had 24 points. They took points off of turnovers as compared to Golden West with 9 points all game. Then the last stat, Rio had 12 points coming out of fast break points as compared to Golden West with only 2 points. I'm
1: kinda, I I want to see one of their games, actually. I,
3: they're, this is
2: their scrimmage. They're only scrimmaging, right? No. Are these? Is this the actual season? This is the actual season. Okay, so they're one and one now. Yeah, they're one so and one. Both games have been, you know, very close, all by two possessions or less. Yes. And so, you know, it's only one and one, and you haven't started conference yet. But you know, you're scoring eighty eighty points a game, and uh, you know, you're just you're just getting started. And there's only you can only go from here. You already have a win on your belt. Very close win, very uh, spectacular win because it was
3: a game winner, right? Yeah, and then, like you said, they already scored 80 points. And in their second game, they lost by a score of 88 to 87.
2: Yeah, very, very, versus very Versus Orange
3: game. Coast College. Now, uh, they're, they're playing in tournaments so far, and they don't play conference games until next year in January versus ELAC. But... The thing that stands out to me in that game was the Orange Coast College in the first round of the O'Fallon-Segu Classic was it was a name-biting game. They lost by one point.
0: Um, If you don't mind me jumping in. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really great telling marker of our team so far. Um. One thing a lot of people who don't play basketball know is that it's a very um, high endurance sport that is constantly moving back and forth. Mm -hmm. So these guys are just running down. Um, One thing that I really love to see is the defensive stats. Um, Based off what you told us, I mean, these guys are running. They are getting in the lanes when they need to. They're getting steals. They're getting blocks. These guys are stripping the ball away. And even though they lost, I mean, it just looks like these guys know what they're doing on the defensive end, which is something usually teams, you know, struggle on until the middle of the season. So... Looks like they're in form, so even though they lost by one point, I mean, these guys, they got the fundamentals down. They're shooting good. It's going to be a great season for us. Yeah, Yeah, it
3: should be. I think the main factor in this one-point loss for Orange Coast College was they had 20 turnovers Mm. in that game. Rio Hondo? No, no, go close. Rio Hondo. Rio Hondo. Rio Hondo had 20 turnovers, and uh, Orange Coast College had uh, like 18 or 19.
0: Yeah, I mean, 20 turnovers is crazy. I do think they're going to pick it up though. I mean, I don't that's not going to be a nightly occurrence and if it takes 20 turnovers for a team like them to lose by a point, I'm going to be pretty excited about the season.
2: Yeah, I mean, we you know, obviously we're going to need to see more games with uh, more competition. I don't know how Gold West and Orange Coast are. I don't know if they're mm. good or not. Obviously, it's the beginning of the season, so we don't know. But um, you know, maybe like a few more games and we'll get to see their record and and if they have a winning record you know they're definitely going to be contenders this season
3: yeah and watch out for the freshman guard miles jones because he he scored 17 points versus a game at orange coach college
1: yeah and i recently just seen the women's basketball recently posted their lineup well not their lineup but like their roster of people who are gonna play and i've seen that jaylene garcia she is part of the volleyball girls mm-hmm. oh and yes she's also right. playing wow. for basketball and she's yeah. a freshman that's good that's so that's good. amazing i want to see how that goes because i can next see. featured player maybe could be i don't know Tune it in. could be because we're gonna have one next uh next friday and hopefully the friday after that
3: yeah speaking of women's basketball they actually tip off their season on the fourth of November at three p.m. at the Mount Sac tournament versus Buck College, and then uh, just like the men's basketball, they're just doing a bunch of tournaments. Uh, they have the Mount Sac tournament right now from the fourth to the sixth of November, followed by the Riverside tournament on November tenth through the twelfth at Riverside College. And finally, they're, they play at the El Camino Crossover on November 18th and November 20th. And just like men's basketball, they don't play a conference game until next year versus Elac. So good luck to them.
1: Good luck. And now we're going to go on to soccer.
3: Men's soccer.
2: Yes. This is probably one of... Hold on, my mic's kind of weird right now. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite teams to uh, cover for men's uh for sports at Real hundred men's, mens soccer' has been doing pretty good. They finished the season five, three and one, and uh, they're the number four seed in the SCC uh, conference tournament. Um, we did find out who they're playing in the quarterfinals. Uh, they are playing Los Angeles City College. They finished with a record at five hundred, three, three, and three. So you know, pretty consistent stuff from Los Angeles City. Um, not a winning record but you know good enough to make the conference tournament and um you know we'll see we'll see how they do it it is a home game it's tonight i think friday friday night
3: yes today at 6 p.m.
2: yeah so you know um you know home field advantage you know they've had time to regroup and um you know i i feel like this team could make a run because the the two times that i have seen them they've they've shown uh Tremendous improvement and the last few games they've been they shut out Pasadena City. Mm-hmm. And um I think they could go they can make a pretty good run into the postseason.
3: Yeah, so it, it turns out that uh men's and women's soccer that all teams in the SEC play in the tournament. And uh back to uh their conference record, they ended up finishing second place like Matthew said earlier. And it was a dog fight. It was a dog fight for the SEC North Division title, as Mount Sac edged Rio for the first time, due to Mount Sac winning their last match two to one versus Rio on October fourth. So that was the main factor of why Mount Sac.
2: So Mount Sac, Mount Sac, swept Rio, Hondo, right? Yeah,
3: in the in their series, and also. Uh, the program hasn't won a division title since the late 90s in 97-98 when Rio Hondo was in the East Division of the SEC Conference.
2: So, Mountaineers are hungry, huh?
3: Yes, they are. They are hungry. And also, this is the seventh SEC playoff appearance for the men's program dating back to 2008. For Rio Hondo? Yes, for Rio Hondo.
1: Okay. Um I'm going to talk about this sport that I really love and they're really great supporters of the newspaper the women's volleyball team. Yes. I Oh awesome. my god. What I don't know what to say. They're Our just amazing. Fa-
2: I say this every episode. <laughs> and then you're like we don't have favorites.
1: We don't we don't have favorites, <laughs> no. but they no. show a lot of support.
2: Men's soccer is personally my favorite. That's just my favorite.
0: I just want to say how do y'all do it, man? That's so like reflex base like
2: yeah uh, dude volleyball is crazy no it is like just watching it they're on a
1: five game win streak they're right now they're gonna play today Mm -hmm. at um six against elac and that's one of their rivals oh
2: and
0: Mm -hmm. it's a conference
1: game and i'm gonna go cover that uh later on today Mm -hmm. and i can't wait to get some awesome shots um just to see them like they're just fire when they're on the court like Mm -hmm. all the energy on the side and then Coach Esco, like the way she coaches them and the way she is to them, she's just like, I think they see her as like another, like a mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> they're they're just so amazing. I don't I don't know what more I could say. They're just really great supporters. What do you guys think?
3: Yeah, like Lorenzo was saying like last week, when uh they were playing Desert College, when that coach said something, Esco, Esco, yeah. really, responsibly. Put that situation and took it calmly, yeah. and that's what the mother mother figure should do. Just like Mia was saying, that, that they have a five game winning streak, and they already defeated Cerritos on the road with the score of three to zero on October twenty eighth. And yeah, yeah they They're. recently defeated Long Beach this past Wednesday, November second at home with the score of three to zero. During the winning streak, they defeated PCC, Mount Sac, Desert College. Cerritos College and Long Beach College.
1: Yes, that was it. Was no. really good. Um, against Pasadena it was three to one, mm-hmm. and then Mount Sac it was three to two. Yes, and then Desert was three to one, and then Cerritos they just swept them out completely. It was three to zero, mm-hmm. and then Long Beach swept them out completely. It was three to zero. I just want to see what the outcome is for this East Los Angeles game because last time they played them.
3: It was intense.
1: It was intense. The last score that they played was three to two.
3: Yes. So Mm -hmm. I
1: want to see what they're going to be for today. And then um, the next game that they're going to have after Elac game um, is the El Camino. It's a home game. So any of you guys that are listening to us, hopefully you guys are listening to us, um, go support the girls volleyball. It's at six on Wednesday, November 9th.
2: Looking at the standings. You know, that game against El Camino is a bit, really big game. Yes. Because Real Hondo's 7 and 2 right now mm. as uh time of recording and El Camino is 7 and 3. And yeah. so they're they're neck and neck for the second place spot while uh, Mount Sac is 9 and 1. They've been having a great season. Um and there are two games behind them as well. One team mm. that really, you know, came came down and uh went down a slide was Pasadena City they weren't weren't they ranked at one yes. point, and that was the, when Rio hondo beat them, yeah, ever since then it. you know they've lost a few and they're now four and five, and uh they're you know they still have a winning record, they're fourteen and seven, yeah, but uh El Camino they have a losing record, but they have a winning record in league, yeah, so you know Pasadena City is still a good team and they're, like.
3: Yeah, like you were saying that our communal game is is really gonna be a big factor because that game can change the final standings in the SEC and the SEC playoff season as well. And uh, speaking of the SEC playoff tournament, it starts November nineteenth through the November twenty sixth, and then right after is a state championship tournament from December second to December fourth, all the way up north at Fresno City College. So they're gonna be traveling if they make it to the state. I mean, it just
0: sounds like they're just dominating right now. I mean, yes. A lot of people, when teams go on streaks like this, a lot of people like to say that it's a fluke. But I mean, if these girls aren't just winning; they're crushing it. Like, yeah, and it, mm-hmm. uh, like it's just like they—they're not like just winning games. They're demoralizing. I mean, honestly, I'm glad I'm a real Hondo women's volleyball fan and not on the other side. You just <laughs> oh my
2: god, like uh, yeah, looking at their. You know, they won five straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two of them were sw- sweeps, 3 0. Oh. Two of them were 3 ones. The only close one was against a good Mount Sac team, and they mm-hmm. beat them. Yeah. And so. And
3: Mount Sac was ranked. And uh, speaking of ranked teams, Rio Hondo is number 21, and they should be moved up in the standings coming up uh, this Monday when the state officials from the volleyball community come together and change up those rankings because I think they should be moved up from 21 to probably
1: maybe top 10 maybe maybe top,
3: yeah. maybe top 10 maybe
0: uh, um yeah it's it's just crazy you know it's crazy to be a fan of it right now it's a perfect time to be a fan of it if you're not into volleyball come watch a game because mm-hmm.
3: they're great they're
0: amazing oh yeah. yeah
3: and uh i looked at their instagram and it turns out they have a really good crowd with other programs oh, here. Oh, yeah. men's, men's soccer was there. Men's soccer was there yelling.
1: Shout out men's soccer. You yeah, guys are doing you, amazing you. with your support.
3: And with a bunch of uh, signs. So that was yeah. really good. And also a shout out to uh, the men's water polo because during they're- the EVAC game, they were there too. And I think they're always there. So good good thing that every, every program is watching out for one another. And it's really cool.
1: Yeah. And I love um, if you guys ever have a chance to like interview them or like talk to them. um, I've had a chance to interview most of the girls there and they're really humble. They're just really some sometimes they're like, oh, like, you know, I'm a little bit shy. Like they're shy of interviewing. They don't know what to say, but it's a lot because you're actually getting that. Like the words that are coming from them, like actual after the game, I tell them all the time. Oh, how was the game? They're like, oh, we could have done better. But, you know, that's really good, like really good words. Like it's amazing.
2: And their personalities really come out during the game Mm -hmm. on the court. You know, their passion is really uh, present during the games. And, you know, they've been playing for each other. And, you know, it's showing they won five straight and, you know, they can make a run. Just like with the Mounts um with the men's soccer team. Yeah. You know, they're they're Correct. very similar teams. Men's soccer has had um very tough losses, but you know, volleyball has been dominating right now and they have a chance yeah. to win out. They definitely have a chance to make a run and uh we'll see how they go.
0: I mean, I think that momentum is really important, especially mm-hmm. in a sport like this where oftentimes it's like you don't get that many chances to yes. proceed. These girls have all the momentum in the world, and they are winning in a great fashion. They're beating teams that are, according to some people, better than them, which I would say that they're not. But, yeah, I mean, these girls, they have – I I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we're still talking about them in November because they're still – late November because they're still playing, you know? so Yeah, and that's playoff time, so.
3: Yeah. We'll see if they bring a title home. Yeah, might see him in December, too. Yeah. <laughs> hope so. Travel all the way up Fresno <laughs> yeah. to Fresno City. Go watch him. Why not the film in uh, we... Drive,
1: like, for example, like, today's game at Eli. Yeah. It's, like, not that far away. Just no. go oh, on the Wait,
2: it's not a home game tonight? No, it's, no, not it's not it's a home. A, it's oh, an away it's game. Oh, home. man. It's an away game. Uh, next
1: week is a home dedicated. game. You're very
2: dedicated.
0: Yeah. I mean, let us know, guys. We can carpool or something. <laughs> let us know. Let us know.
3: But honestly, somebody here at Outplay Channel should be covering that state tournament if they make it all the way up to Fresno State. If Aaron Martinez can find money in our budget to to get us over there, that would be really fine. We love you, Papa <laughs> Okay.
1: That is
2: our new soundboard right there. Uh, yeah. Yes, I want to use that a lot. We're still please getting get used more, to it. Yes, please get more sound bites in there.
1: Um. Now we're going to talk about uh, wrestling. We're going to talk about wrestling right now. Yes, Uh,
2: wrestling. What
1: what are your takes, Luis? Actually,
2: I have...
0: Um, yeah, I love wrestling. I mean, um, I've been lucky enough to know one of the wrestlers on the team for Which a one? while now. His Which name one? is Emmett Mercado. Oh, this Emmett Mercado, yeah. he was the wrestler player of the week last week. No, this guy is a beast. Um, as somebody who's seen him, um, for a while now, because I've covered him before in high school too. Well, this guy's the real deal. I don't get it. Um, he is a freak of nature. This dude, like, he crushes it. This guy i don't know did no one teach him how to lose or something because like he's (laughs) He's uh, unstoppable no he is and it's it's insane like um uh not only in wrestling like this dude would do like new sports like track and field Mm -hmm. and he would still crush it like this dude is a freak of nature he's strong behind it and i mean if you follow him you know that he works super hard like um Every day he posts like five gym stories, all like at five different hours and all that type of stuff. This man works yeah, like hard, a Mar- like a
3: Mark Wahlberg.
0: You know. No it's crazy. It's crazy to watch. It's inspiring too. I mean, man puts in the work and it shows, guys. He's killing it.
3: And to realize how strong he is, and he's two hundred eighty five pounds, and he's really unstoppable because, uh, last week uh he got first place in the win. And he got Player of the Week mentions as well.
0: What did DJ Khaled say? All I do is win no matter what. It's got to yep. be his song right there, guys. Come on. I, um,
2: I think, do you think he, or do you know if he has D1 offers?
0: I yeah, am be not really sure. If... I could definitely find out for you guys.
2: I'm pretty sure if he's doing this well, people need to know and see him. And, you know, scouts need to come, up, come over to Rio Hondo and check him out. Because the way I've been hearing about really good things about him, he has potential to be a d1 athlete and you know uh wrestling's big in the collegiate level
3: yes yeah. it is oh my god yes it so, is so yeah n- you look at uh you look at Brock Lesnar he won the nccwa division mm-hmm. 1 from minnesota uh yeah
2: minnesota is one of the yeah, best top dog. wrestling yeah. schools in the nation
3: yeah speaking of wrestling i have a little update here the wrestling program had a match at Palomero this past Wednesday on November the second. And they defeated the Comets twenty four to sixteen in a conference match. But I didn't know this, but according to their Instagram, that's their one of their rivals so far this season. And overall they won seven out of the ten matches versus Palmero. And I had to believe one of those matches was due to Emmett Mm. It doesn't that. say that on paper, but I have a really good feeling that he was one of the victorious wrestlers it doesn't out say there it. on the map. But it says it. It yeah. doesn't say it, but it says it. It says it. Boom. It doesn't have to say it.
1: Okay, uh, now we're going to go to both men's water polo and women's water polo. So, I wasn't able to get um some schedules for the men's water polo or the women's water polo, just got to update it on the website because, you know, we're looking. We want to know what you guys are playing, what time you guys are playing. Just update it. But I do know they're supposed to play tomorrow, Saturday.
2: I just looked up on the website Thursday, yesterday, November 3rd. They lost their first round game in the South Coast Conference Championships against El Camino College.
3: Yeah. And then uh, if you look at the bottom, They lost, like Matthew said, that they lost their preliminary round, and then they were victorious in their second, their second round match of the of the day today, on the fourth, versus PCC with a score of five zero. But it turns out that somebody forfeited that match, so I don't know if that was PCC because Rio Honda won, but that's good. Hey, they keep moving up in the tournament, and. Lastly, even though the Lady Roadrunners finished four and twenty overall this season, and that's a below five hundred record, but they had hundred and forty-four goals and eighty-one assists, eighty-one assists in twenty-four games to end the season. And the water men's water polo update will be coming up shortly.
1: Okay, um, that is it for the Rio sports now we're gonna go professional mm. so like i say every podcast uh go get a drink go get something yeah, to yeah just
2: because- pa- pause the podcast right now if you're uh you know take a break from work usually i like to listen to my podcast while working mm-hmm. and so you know
0: just take a break real quick while well, cleaning too right? yes yeah cleaning whatever cleaning, you're doing right you're now hey if you're cooking right now yeah, yeah drop a five star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Thumbs just up, take subscribe. a break right
2: now, get us some popcorn, and we'll come back with the
0: sports. Something healthy, though. Come on, guys.
1: Yeah, because we have a lot um, NFL wise, um, World Series wise. Oh, that, mm-hmm,
2: World Series wise. Um, great, great World Series. Um, yeah, so
1: NBA, uh, the LAFC, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. hockey. Preach is going on, too. Um, so we'll start with NFL. I found out some news regarding the NFL. That Jeff Bezos is a billionaire right now. He's very much a billionaire. He's interested in bidding for the NFL's Washington Commanders. Reports say that, but Bezos may pursue a bid with Jay-Z Bloom- and Bloomberg, and the Washington Post also reported that. What yeah. do you guys think of him like, yeah. pursuing a bid with Jay-Z?
3: Also, another, another owner to add to the ownership, Remember RG3, Robert Griffin third from Baylor? It turns out that he is in the running to become a minority owner really? of the ownership of the Washington Commanders. Yeah. And lucky enough, he is willing to give 10 spots to random people to become an, ownership, an owner of the Washington Commanders. That is crazy. Via the minority ownership. And... He already has ten people so far, and so also those
2: ten spots already filled. Yes, up.
3: really quick, he put it on his Twitter yesterday, and it turns out he already has he has four hundred four hundred million in funds so far from his income, and and he's gonna be funding uh the my uh, the ten other people who are gonna own the team. All I'm so gonna that's say, really
2: all I'm gonna say is you know this team needed a new owner. Yes, this team, Yeah, this team desperately needs a new owner. And their previous owner, you know... Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider, they recently just had... I've heard, like, the league doesn't really like them. And, you know, it's it's bad for an organization. And their stadium is one of the worst in the league, and everybody knows it. Mm. You know, they they just need it. They desperately need a new owner, and this is good for... The commanders in the city of Washington, the state of Washington, or not the state of Washington, the Washington's of Maryland.
3: A district of Columbia, by the way. Yes. Actually, they play in Maryland, Virginia. But it, it's also good for the entire NFL because that's one thing they don't have to worry about. That's one topic that the owners of the NFL don't have to bring up anymore when it comes to the owner meetings. And you really heard it this past ownership meaning. Coles Jim Ersay said publicly that um the league um has a merit on Dan Snyder. And it turns out that Dan Snyder just hired Bank of America um Bank of America to sell the to sell the team. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think it's
0: really interesting. Um it's a dynamic duo. A lot of people think it's going to be really funny, but I actually believe that it's going to be very beneficial to all parties involved. RG three, yes. this guy is a professional in the field. He knows he knows football, plain and simple. Um, Jeff Bezos, that dude has money. Everyone knows that dude yeah. has money. And for the financial aspect of it, that team's going to be making money. Um, it's good for the league because more money, higher salary cap, um, better players, better teams. The whole everyone benefits. And, and then
3: having jay z in there too mm. and uh he has a rock nation uh, promotions as well yep and he's really uh influential on on the n f l you saw that uh you saw that during the super Bowl hat show and he has other he has other uh avenues with the n f l that he teams up with also uh it turns out after uh Dan Snyder hired Bank of America to sell the team. An hour later, uh, the federal government opened up uh, an an investigation on the Washington Commanders and Dan Snyder. So trouble in paradise for the Snyder family. Also, Bezos has money, and he recently wanted a bid on the Phoenix Suns, so good for him. He's now gonna be on the Washington Commanders, and we wish him all good luck with with a fantastic ownership group.
2: He has a lot of money. Yes, oh,
3: That's a, a lot like of said. money.
0: I think someone did the math right. Like he could buy out all the Big Four sports teams. Yes, he could he buy could. like the whole Premier League team. Like mm-hmm. this dude has some money. But um, yeah, I know a lot of guys don't like Jeff Bezos, but um, at the end of the day. A lot of the issues that the big four sports face here in the U.S. is just owners who are very stingy. This dude is not stingy. This dude spends money. He Mm -hmm. got got money, guys. He got money. I I, I think he's, like, second place. I have more money than him, but, like, just, like, (laughs) you know. know, The dude has money, so it's going to be a great time for everyone. Who knows, Real quick,
2: I just want to go over the NFL trade deadline that just ended. Most of the players. It's not on our our little sheet right here, but Mm -hmm. I just want to go over the players that we missed. Uh, on the last uh episode. Uh TJ Hawkinson from the Lions. Mm-hmm. He got traded to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good pickup for the the Vikings. Bad trade for the Lions. Very bad trade.
3: Even uh, though even though they got a couple pits
2: I mean but more on more that. More than mm-hmm. that. Uh Chase Claypool got traded to the Bears. I saw that. I that, saw that. You mm-hmm. know, the Bears really need wide receiver and they yeah. got they probably got their number one. Um Bradley Chubb got traded to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley from the Falcons got traded to the Jaguars. Finally, uh, Jaguars got a pretty deep uh, wide receiver core. Mm-hmm. Uh, now adding Calvin Ridley. And Naeem Hines from the Colts got traded to the Bills to be their uh, running back.
3: Yeah, and it turns out that right when Bradley Chubb was traded to the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins jumped on him and they got a five-year extension signed, sealed, delivered for Bradley Chubb. Also, two trades that also stood out was Robert Quinn got traded from the Bears to the Eagles and middle linebacker R- Rokeem Smith got traded from the Bears to the Ravens. Speaking of the Bears, they have over $100 million in, in salary cap and they have over 1,000 pits. I don't know. So it's really good for the Bears. They're, they're cleaning house, but they're actually... Making money in the, for the future.
1: Okay. I'm going to get into a little bit of...
2: Is this the World Series?
1: No. Oh. An NFL Hall of Famer, Ray Guy, the most legendary punter of all time, passed away yesterday, November 3rd. Um, He was 73 years old, and he became the first pure punter to ever be selected in the first round of the NFL draft. He's going 23rd overall to the Oakland Raiders in 1973. After a stellar career at the University of Southern Mississippi, he went on to win three Super Bowls with the Raiders in 1977, 1981,
3: and 1984. Yeah, uh, he played 13 seasons with the uh, then Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas Raiders. It turns out that he is one of the f- only punters to make it into Canton, Ohio, in the pro football of fame. And also uh a lot of people credit credit him to be one of the main persons to be a special teamer and I heard that the way he punted the balls was ridiculous, and a bunch of Raider coaches and players all give them praise for that, so rest in peace mr guy
1: um now we're gonna go on m l b uh the world Series is happening
2: you could play that same music that happened last night all right I'll just
1: and that whole season. Dude, yesterday, I mean, it was a very
2: close game on Thursday night. Mm. Um, the Phillies close out their uh final home game of the season, mm. um, with a loss, yeah. And,
3: and it turns out that they only lost two playoff games at home, this yeah, this whole entire postseason,
2: mm-hmm. and both of them were against the Astros, yes. So, uh, you know, they get a travel day. The, yeah. At the time we're recording next week, the World Series is gonna end mm-hmm. when we record, yeah, so well, or, for right now, we're just gonna do our predictions. um, yeah. you already know who's gonna win the next time we record Phillies the Phillies you think
1: they're gonna come back? I want them to come back so bad. I don't want the Astros to win. I don't know. I'm not a really big Astro fan.
0: hold on, hold on before <laughs> we start, and we're probably all Dodger fans here. I'm depressed, but. We're journalists. Let's try to be unbiased. I I don't like the Astros. I'll, I'll no say one that. likes the Astros. Let's be honest though, man. Jose Altuve, you freaking guy. You're you're good at baseball, man. You're good at baseball. Yes, he is. That, you, can't,
2: you can't uh. deny how good this team is. They're their overall like their whole lineup could hit. And mm. their their rookie, Jose Pena, he's just been lights out for this team. Um, you know, he won the NL or ALDS MVP. And he could very easily win the MVP for this series. He's been very fantastic. He's been eight for twenty-one. And, you know, he he's been clutch. And uh the top of the lineup for the Astros hasn't been that great, but they've been good at times when it counts. And so, uh, you know, this Astros team is is very hard to beat. And somehow the Phillies went and won in Houston and they just gotta they gotta they got to go back into Houston. It's going to be tough, but you got you to win two in a row. You got to do it however you can and keep that Astros team from scoring.
3: Yeah, speaking of the rookie sensation for itself, Jeremy Pena. He is actually the, the Oh, first, his name is Jeremy Pena. Jeremy I said Pena. Pena. He's actually the first rookie to hit a home run in the World Series. Also, he went 3 for 4 during Game 5 with an RBI single and an RBI home run. And... Game 6 is Saturday, November 5th. And if possible, Game 7, the last game, is Sunday, November 6th at 5 p.m. in Houston inside of Minute Maid Park. And the Game 6 starters are Zach Wilder and Frander Valdez. Now, if Game 7 happens, unfortunately right now, the starters haven't been officially announced yet. But anyways... Let's talk about this game 5. There's a, there are a few things that that stand out right here right now. It was a tight one-run game with a score of 3 to 2 by the Astros to give them the series lead 3-2.
2: The Phillies the Phillies had a little uh run going in the 8th inning. Yes, and um, Schwarber hit a liner down the first base line, and oh uh, yes, Trey Mancini. and, and Trey, there was a runner on third. They were yes. going to tie the game, and Trey Mancini made a heck of a grab, um, a heck a heck of a pick at the first base line, and that saved the game for the Astros. If the Phillies scored on that play, that ending would have kept going, and I think the Phillies had regained the momentum. But you know that that was a, that changed the traje- trajectory of the game, and it, this series could easily be. 3-2 Astros. Or 3-2 Phillies instead of 3-2 Astros. Yeah, That's spe- just how close this series has been.
3: Speaking of another defensive play, did you guys see J.D. McCormick make a game-saving catch in the ninth that inning? That was another against, great catch. Against the wall by robbing JT Realmuto of a possible double or triple with only one out in the bottom of the ninth Yeah, inning.
2: Astros had two two great plays. Yes. To you know, save the game for them, and the Phillies just there's nothing you could do. There's really nothing you could do against two great plays that two great balls that were hit mm, and fantastic. Yeah, and it, it, they just got unlucky.
0: Um, I'll, just to say, I think uh, teams should know by now: get your runs in the beginning of the game. Yes, yes because, man. Yeah, it,
2: it's it's hard because you're you're facing the starting pitcher. Mm -hmm. but Verlander at the time you know runs are limited and and these teams have known it since the game one of the World Series
0: Mm -hmm. I mean you know just the Astros in general they are I hate to admit it but they're the most clutch team in baseball and they've been the most clutch team in baseball I don't know if something in that Minute Maid juice that they drink or something Uh, it's like it's like a clutch gene. but no these guys they're dream crushers watch every World Series even if they don't win every single World Series that they're in Late innings, these guys always have a miracle. And it might have been like the first time, but these guys, they know how to close games out. They know how to win. And that's why we keep seeing them again and again and again.
3: Yeah, speaking of being clutch, they were actually 4-0 all-time in World Series Game 5s. And we saw that during Game 5. Uh, don't with, remind,
2: don't remind me of 2017.
3: Well, I, I had to.
2: That was the greatest... World Series game of all time, yes. and the Dodgers lost.
0: What are you talking about? I don't know what 2017 yeah. <laughs> is. Uh, so Ju-
3: Justin Verlander finally got his first World Series win in his career. Now he's 1-6 overall, and he just pitched a fantastic game, going five innings with four hits, one earned one, four waltz, and six strikeouts. But you guys got to tell me. That game four was a momentum shifter for the Astros. Uh, Christian Javier, no-hitter, combined no-hitter. No hitter. That I, was fantastic. I forgot about that. Let oh, me no. point out some big, big factors right here. You got to give credit where credit's due. The Astros have thrown the second no-hitter in World Series history right behind New York Yankee pitcher Don Larson back in 1956 versus then the Brooklyn Dodgers. And, of course, the final score of Game 4 was a shutout victory for the Astros with a score of 5-0. Four pitchers combined through the no-hitter Christian Javier, Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Ryan Presley. Let me throw you this shout-out from Christian Javier. He threw six shutout innings in his first career World Series start. He had zero hits, zero earned runs, two watts and nine strikeouts.
2: Oh my goodness!
3: Also, he threw a total of 97 pitches, and 70 of those pitches were fastballs. Now he mo- he mostly threw fastballs, and a little bit of the sliders against the heavy hitting Phillies lineup. He had a total of nine strikeouts. And six of those strikeouts were from his fastball. Another historic stat is Astros catcher Christian Vasquez joined Hall of Famer and World Series champion Yogi Berra as the only two catchers to catch no hitters in the World Series. And you really saw that it was a momentum chapter when Ho- Jose Altuve hit that triple in the first and then. Jeremy Pena went off and then it was just like game five was a defensive pitching game yeah. and the momentum is now in Houston's corner.
2: And Very much so. And, you know, that game four, uh, it is a very, you can't look past the accomplishment that the Astros, they, they pitched a combined no-hitter in the World Series. You, it's unheard of. It's only the second time that's ever happened. And, you know, that just goes to show how good this Astros team is, mm. hitting wise, pitching wise. Like, you can't they they shut out the Yankees. I mean, they swept the Yankees badly. Yes, badly. and you know to get here to the World Series, it's everyone should have saw it coming in the beginning yep. of the season. And next mm-hmm. season, it's going to be no different. And, and
3: uh, yeah, I think I think every team. Should be unnoticed that the Astros are for real, even though they had some speculations in the previous postseasons with cheating allegations. But, anyways, they're a really good team, and you hate to it, admit it.
2: it. It sucks that we have the same conversation about the Dodgers mm-hmm. and they can't do the same thing. Yes. And they have the better lineup, they have the best yeah. lineup in baseball. And we always say, oh, The Dodgers are the favorites to win the World Series, and you know every single year they just, they they don't, they fail to expectations, and somehow the Astros are always on top. And with that, they have a really good lineup, yeah, and it's sneaky good. Everyone, uh, I mean, we've been known of Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve, Yuli Gurriel, all those guys have been on the. Don't say
0: that name. Used to (laughs) be a Dodger. Don't say that name. (laughs) I know. I know. But you
2: know, (laughs) yeah, uh, these guys. You know, they cheated, though. But we all know they cheated.
3: I think a main factor is whoever's in the managerial spot. Dusty Baker. Look at look at the Astros. A Hall of Fame shortstop a player type coach. Dusty Baker, who has been around for years with the Reds, with the Nationals, with the Giants. And he took the, Gi- the Giants to the World Series 2002 versus the Angels. He lost. He took the Nationals in 2019, and he lost. So he won. Yeah, they won. Oh, they won. They won the World Series. But I don't think he was the manager back then. I think he mm, was fired before. I don't remember. But anyways, Dusty Baker hasn't been good in the World Series. But I think this year he gets it done. But back like um, Matthew was saying about the Dodgers, Dave Roberts. When it comes to October, he's a different person when he manages. Um, I. I don't know, maybe, but I also just think
0: that in October, teams adjust more. They look more at those scouting reports. And um, that's why I feel like the Astros are just such a continually good team. It's just that I think that not only are they very strategic and intelligent with what they do, but also they are consistent. And even though the playoffs is a lot about who gets hot at the right Mm -hmm. time, they don't worry about that. They just play good. The whole time, they don't really have any really sucky games. Uh, whereas, like another team, like the Dodgers, the Padres, or the Phillies, these guys, correct, they, they have like games where they're like fifty
2: to two. Yeah, you don't see the Astros get blown out. No, no. this it's always no. when they lose, it's the one or two run game. It's yeah. never like, and it always comes down to a spectacular home run, yes. or you know a clutch base hit or an amazing catch to end the game. It, you never see them get blown out and it's like a seven zero loss like the, how the um, you know, the Padres or uh Phillies would beat the Padres and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, that's the whole reason why the Astros are just gamers, man.
3: And, and I think even though I believe they had the the bye week, they were number one, that didn't really that didn't really matter to them because they were unstoppable in the playoffs. As compared to the Dodgers, they had the bye week. They did the simulated games, and it didn't work out. But here's the thing. Like Matthew was saying, the Astros only lose a little bit due to, like, major things that happened during the game. But they are actually 0-5 in Game ones when it comes to the World Series. But after that, it's a whole nother ball game. And then when it comes to Game 5s they're 4-0. That's spectacular.
2: All right, I'm done praising the Astros.
3: Yes. <laughs> I'm never doing that again. Love can you, Bryce Harper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we talk about a little NBA now? I love yeah, we have a, have. a lot. There's, there's,
1: a, lot there's a lot of NBA that's teams. happening right now, yes. um, especially with uh, Kyle Irving for Kyrie the Brooklyn Irving. Nets. He is, yes. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle Irving. I love that. Yeah. I'm going to call Kyle, him Kyle Irving. Irving now. Yeah. He's suspended for at least five games without pay, dismayed by his repeated failure to unequal... What is it? Unequivocally, like, yes. 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 Say he has no antisemitic beliefs, so he's suspended right now.
3: But on that note, I wasn't surprised that his opinion got that got the public eye's attention again because back in 2021, he didn't get the COVID uh, shot or booster shot for personal reasons, and sat out for the majority of the season with the Brooklyn Nets, due to the NBA and New York City COVID protocols at that time. Then, in October of 2018, when he was with the Boston Celtics, he stated that the earth was flat. And he ended up getting a lot wise of his for that wise statement. Why is this news? It is flat. Yeah. Is it flat or is it round? Uh, I don't know. That's we'll see.
0: When you see a field, how come it's always yeah. level? Come on, guys.
3: On the other hand... This is 2022, and people in general have to be accountable for their actions. For example, hold
2: on. Right now, the NBA is is getting you know ever since 2020. It's mm-hmm. it's it's been a whole different uh, vibe in the NBA. With uh, you know, you have to be careful what you say in the NBA nowadays. Yeah, for good. Because you know, it's it's just a whole different generation Mm, and it's not, it's not like back in the old days where you just played basketball, right? You know, Mm. you're a public figure now figure now and you, you have, you represent brands Mm. and you represent, you know, your own brands and other companies. And so, you know, it's not just, you're just playing basketball for a team. You're playing for other organizations too. And so, you know, that's how the NBA is now. That's how other major sports leagues are now. And that's just how, you know, you just got to yes, be careful.
3: Speaking of being careful, for example, when Kanye West decided to go off on the Jews, it backfired him and his uh, network dropped over $1 billion when Adidas dropped him and other uh, company partners dropped him as well due to his horrible choice of words over the last month. Yes, you have to be careful in the NBA. And that's something uh, I noticed that the NBA on TNT guys, inside the NBA guys... Shaq, Kenny, and Ernie, those veteran guys, they don't they don't get it nowadays. In this NBA, you have to be really careful. And Shaq is really vocal about how it was back in the day, and you can do a lot more stuff and get away with it. But now, like Matthew was said, you got to be walking eggshells nowadays.
1: That is true. And then I know the Lakers play today against Utah Jazz at 7.30 p.m., the Lakers are number 13 in the Western Conference, and the Phoenix Suns are number one in the Western yes, Conference.
3: Yes, finally, the Lakers are on a winning path after being 0-5 to start the season, and now they are on a two-game winning streak. Hallelujah. Can we get a hallelujah? Now mm-hmm. they're 2-5. and five. Wait.
2: No.
1: <laughs> that's the that's wrong sound. Oh. Yeah.
3: After defeating the New Orleans Pelicans, one hundred. 120,
0: 117. Um, I actually wanted to just add a little bit to the last point. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I'm just a student, so I don't take my words at the grain of salt. I don't know much, and I'm not very educated. I don't know much either subjects. Um, yeah, my opinion is just based off of what I've heard and know. I believe that the NBA is holding people accountable, which is good and bad. Um, just because mm-hmm. I feel like um there's just it's not black and white as it seems um the film uh, other people have said i have not seen it for myself so i can't form an opinion about it um i think
3: nobody has seen the film that's the thing um
0: (laughs) yeah it's Kyrie. i guess promoted a film that allegedly has anti-semitic undertones i wouldn't know Mm -hmm. but what i do want to say is just because somebody promote promote something or agrees with something doesn't mean that they are with them all the way so yeah Yeah. i do want to give him a little of the benefit of the doubt because this he's a very well-spoken intelligent man and just because he just because he promotes one thing doesn't mean that he goes with everything that the brand says and just to add on to it too it sucks to see how nitpicky um a lot of nba fans and the nba has become just like um who was it N. S. Cancer, now known as N. S. Freedom, was blackballed by, or he was. Oh yes,
3: the Boston, the Boston Celtics guy.
0: Celtics Center. Yeah, he,
3: I think he actually called that LeBron James. He called
0: right. out, yeah, LeBron. He called out the NBA in general yes. for their treatment with uh, a lot of the Chinese. Uh, Correct. Yeah. A lot of the Ch- with the Chinese government, just because of how they're going about their business. I'm not going to say what it is. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, it's kind of sad to see how nitpicky it is. Uh, something is being done, which is great, but. Uh, personally, um, I'm only speaking for myself, I do wish that um, it was a, if every if someone has to watch what they're saying about one thing, it should be everything. You shouldn't just be nitpicking uh, with whatever is popular. I think everything and everyone should be held accountable for what they do and say.
3: Yeah, speaking of the NBA, on that topic, there's some injury news out there. Clippers' Kawhi Leonard will miss at least three games with a right knee injury. Check this out. Kyrie has only played 108 180 NBA regular season games since 2017. And 2018. On the other hand, even Anthony Davis has played more games with 274 games during that span. Do you guys think the Clippers are better than the Lakers despite the Kyrie Leonard injury?
0: Yeah. Oh my god, let's talk about it, guys. I'm not a <sighs> I don't know how to say it uh i'm a curry fan i'm a steph curry fan let's get that out of the way not a big clippers or lakers fan now i do love the lakers though lakers suck the clippers are good and the lakers suck um it's hard for la people to admit it but the lakers are not a good team um they their chemistry sometimes it's very questionable i feel like we if we picked up a basketball we'd have better team chemistry even though we've never played sports together but like it's kind of disheartening to see because it's a franchise that has money and it's a franchise that has the star power to get people and the clippers are the little brother but i mean the way that they play they i've been so few Clipper games myself and i've seen it in person these guys um even the cohesion they have is insane they're bench players um amir coffee i love you man saw you play um <laughs> yeah dude these guys they they get it done um they're not top heavy like the lakers even though they have star players everyone on that team gets buckets man zubac george freaking robert covington uh, like i said coffee um trying to think of uh, uh what's it called reggie jackson all these guys they get buckets man they're bucket getters they get stops on defense and that's what it takes. If I see the Clippers versus the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, I wouldn't be surprised. And if I see the Lakers getting a lottery pick, I also wouldn't be surprised.
2: I'm not very knowledgeable of the NBA, but I am, I'm sort of knowledgeable with the Ontario Clippers. Okay. Tell us more about it. <laughs> Recently, I took a, I'd, I went to their Ontario Clippers Media Day. Mm. And so I was, you know, I uh, got the opportunity to m- meet all the players and, you know, set up all the, Media day stuff. So I thought that was a cool experience. That's the type of experience that you get when you do Rio Hondo journalism.
1: Yes. Um, yes. Shout I'm going to s- uh, go to soccer. So I recently went last weekend to the LAFC game mm-hmm. versus Austin with my writer, Lorenzo. He's not here right now. He's on vacation. So. Lazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, he's love on you. vacation right now. Shout um,
3: out to Lorenzo.
1: So I'm going to be. Oh.
2: That was the wrong one. Right.
1: You got us messed up, man.
2: Got I am so sorry, gotta, listeners. Got
0: to put some labels on there or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah um, go ahead. I'm
1: going to be doing uh, a little preview of the LAFC. I know he wanted to do it, but, you know, this is what we have to do. Uh, we're, we're so, so sorry, Lorenzo. Lorenzo, yeah. okay, <laughs>
3: you got to be here. If you're here,
1: Yeah, you know, We could do it next week, you know, the whole other one. But. LAFC becomes the Western Conference Championship. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the champions. Yep. Um, there's also a countdown that is going on. There's 17 days until the World Cup.
0: Ooh. As of recording this, as yes, recording.
1: yes. And
3: speaking of the World Cup, I think we're gonna have a World Cup, uh podcast show, World coming Cup up. special, or yeah, World Cup, Cup special. special coming up soon. Okay, yes.
1: the World Cup starts November 20th, 2022. Uh huh. The first match is between is it Qatar? Qatar. Yeah, Qatar and Ecuador. At eight
0: o'clock AM. Hey, you guys know where I'm gonna be at eight o'clock. Yes, sir. Yeah. Watching the game. Of
2: course. I'm so glad what
3: the dinner table would be oh, I'm yeah. so glad
2: they're in the mornings because you know, like you start your day with soccer. Yeah, yeah. Mean, and
3: then and then look at you have your leftovers, you can eat your leftovers from Thanksgiving and watch World Cup Soccer. Yes I'm gonna
1: be at work any ham? Oh I oh, talk about it. Let's talk about it.
2: Ham. <laughs> ham is better than turkey. Let's just you know what? I, Look, it just depends. Like I like I, I'm I like uh like dark meat in my turkey. I feel like that's awesome. you know, it's kind of not, you know, uh accepted. Is that accepted? I don't know. But I like dark meat in You're my turkey. turkey like Do you like it more cut? What's that?
3: Do you like it more cut? It's not shredded, <laughs> like sliced. Yeah. I don't, ma-
2: I don't care, but I'll put it. I, I like to make it like a little sandwich. Bro. The
3: darker the yeah, better. Like, hey, look at you can make your sandwich and watch the World Cup play. Yeah. And the next day, I think uh, mm. the oh. USA is playing. Dude, you're
2: yes. making me hungry right now. Bro. Oh my god, That's we cool. cannot can cool.
1: wait to talk about. You know, I, I also food. watch the Real Talk. They'll probably be doing a Thanksgiving special. Yes, probably. That would be great. We might have um, our own little. What is it? thanks friendsgiving? We might have that in the newsroom, okay, so we're just gonna talk about the soccer, the laFC. I went to that game. I photographed that game. I was there that that day. Um it was just a lot of energy. They won, I think three to zero. I'm not really sure. I'm sorry <laughs> you were there I was there but but you were busy. I, was, I busy. was photographing the whole uh-huh. time. Um, I actually got the chance to be on the field and be up close to them. Nice and well. cool. by the way.
0: Yeah, nice it like Check out the newspaper. Is, Mia yes. got some great pictures. I saw them. Check out the Pretty newspaper.
1: Nice. Um, it was great. I saw some of the players. I was in the supporter section. Supporters were really showing a lot of support. They during, always do. Throwing their beer, throwing yes. their water, just, like, crazy. And you Charlie. can see their reflection, like, their emotions. Mm-hmm. It was just all wild that day. They won, I think, yeah, because... Um, What is it, Austin? They went against Austin, and Austin uh, Austin didn't score at all. At all.
3: Speaking of Austin, their owner is Matthew McConaughey, and the LAFC owner is Will Ferrell and a bunch of other celebrities and former sports athletes. So, hey, LAFC, why isn't Bale playing? I'm sorry,
0: calling y'all out. Why isn't Bale playing? I love, I love Bale. He's just fast. He gets, he gets. The ball in the net. Come on, guys.
2: This, this guy. is another sport. I'm not very knowledgeable. Okay,
3: <laughs> uh, what's his name again? Because I always call him Christian Bale, and that's the actor. What What's his <laughs> first name? Something's in the way. No. no. Is it is it. it? is it? Is it Gareth Bale or Gareth Bale? Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale from
2: Wales. Sorry, Christian hey, Bale. Uh, real quick, because hey, I know Adron uh, likes F1. Did you guys see that Red Bull car drive through the casinos?
0: What? Oh, yeah, on the on the did you see that? Oh, on the shoot, because right? yeah. They're shooting.
3: They shoot down the yeah. street,
0: right? They're having the launch party, right? For yeah, the, yeah, they, they cause they're gonna have a grand promo. prix over there. They're having the launch party for the uh, Las Vegas Grand Prix, which is
3: happening next year. Yeah, hey, I, mean. I bet. Hey, I bet you that Red Bull driver wanted to play some slots or some roulette. Because why would you drive all the way <laughs> into the casino? Maybe you want to gamble, or eat some food. But I don't. I don't really know.
2: Hey, Adon, are you going?
3: Yeah, everyone, hey, hey, we're going. should go we're support. Going. We're going. You I'm should good. go support and be a representative for Outposts on Media, just like Lorenzo <laughs> was on the Instagram live. Yeah, yeah. figured out great updates by Lorenzo though. Hey, redible <laughs> stop spending
0: money. It's not fair. <laughs> okay, La- Mercedes. I'm sorry,
1: I don't really know a lot of the F one going
3: Louis Hel- I'm on. Louis Hel- 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 sorry, Hel- That's my goat. I do that's, oh, that's, that's your that's nice. your
0: next. Hey,
1: and
3: he's the he's one of the Broncos owners. Hey, yeah. Hey, Hamilton. you have a lot of money, hey, sir. Lewis Hamilton. Spread, hey, spread sir the Lewis spread Hamilton. the joy around. It's Christmas night, Thanksgiving.
1: But yeah, probably next week. Uh, we'll have Lorenzo. He'll both basically talk more about the LAFC only they about all, soccer.
3: Yes, but I think I think they're playing the Philadelphia Union, the MLS yes. Cup. Oh yeah. my yeah. god!
1: At We're at one o'clock, Billy.
3: and we and we got a little breaking news. If there's any fans going to the game.
1: You're not going to have parking. Oh park yet. yeah, you are not going to have so, parking
3: you're because, of, like, because of because the UFC game. So,
0: the UFC I, game. At the time when this is published, the game's probably going to be or yes. the game's going to have happened already. It's tomorrow, November 5th on a Saturday. Yeah. Um Tickets are expensive, so you're not going to see me. There. I'm going to be working uh, sadly, mm. but um But
3: you'll probably shoot me through your phone while Oh yeah.
0: Um if you come by my store and I take forever getting you shoes or something. I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm going to be watching the game, but uh
3: yeah, uh but, but that experience is going to be awesome. That's going to be a yeah. great. I Their, their yeah. first World uh, uh, MLS Cup appearance in franchise history. But it sucks for fans that they can't park due to that US, USC get playing at the Memorial Coliseum. But hey, rules are rules when you're showing football over uh, football. Yeah. <laughs> football yeah, over great. football. That's
0: football on football action. Come
3: football on I Americano gotta versus do better. Uh, Yeah. I, I wish
1: I went to go do that game like mm. I did the last yeah. one. But sadly. We got declined. Yeah, but. So. But, shout out to LAFC. You need to. Do something. LA, yeah. guys. Yes. Come on, come
3: on, come on. Get us to the door. I just need uh, <laughs> Belli-
2: don't to get me uh that F1 thing, you know. Oh,
3: F1. Uh, hey, we I, should uh, all I go think down that, there. That's check the next goal. project
2: right there. And
3: enjoy the, the Vegas trip. Play some roulette and some slots. Of course. Maybe yes. meet some other people. Yes. I, like, I don't know. Yeah, party? Do yeah, see some models of- and everything. Profile. Hey, what do
0: you think? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about the sport. Oh,
1: okay.
3: Hey.
2: All right, cars and... Um, drivers.
1: I have just one news for hockey. I'm not mm. sure if you guys are really fond with hockey. I, I, don't I know not, the
2: Coyotes suck.
3: Let's go Kings.
0: And, I will say though, uh, watch hockey. I,
3: I see some hockey
0: games. Those things, it's hey, uh, intense. Hey, it's intense.
3: They get down though. They oh yeah. They get down. Yeah, the they are going down. Boom baby. Of course. They don't want to shot here and there. No jab.
1: Yeah. I found out that Ryan Reynolds.
3: Oh, the which is the
1: actor that plays Deadpool.
3: I love Deadpool. Oh, could okay. become
1: an uh, NHL A hockey player. Ho-
3: Owner. Oh. That would be awesome. Oh. <laughs> hey, shout out to the next movie. Matthew said it first. If he plays the an next, actor, he next plays next a hockey movie. player.
2: Wait, what?
1: The next movie. That yeah, plays.
3: F- for him. I oh, he's going to be a hockey for player. player. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hello. I'm sending you out, Can, dog.
1: Do you, you know what? No, that's not him, huh? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is not, is not a different one. You know that Ken and Barbie doll? Ken and Barbie. No, he so is. He awesome? okay.
0: is. That that's, wait. No. no. Wait, yeah. that's Ryan yeah. Gosling. Oh, that's oh, Gosling. That's Ryan Gosling. I'm oh, sorry. I got Ryan's mixed Hey, up. you know what we got them confused? They're both some beautiful men. Let's talk about <laughs> yes. it. They oh, both
3: yes. named Ryan. I that, that,
1: I'm just, okay. Good yeah, dudes. but
3: he's going to be one of the owners of the NHL, or is yes, he going to
1: be According to the People magazine, um, a source has revealed that Reynolds is very interested in buying the NHL team, the Ottawa Senators should they go up to sale i haven't heard about wow. that team before i'm sorry i, don't know. I know they're they're somewhere <laughs> in canada
3: somewhere up there
0: do we know the valuation huh? do we know how much they're worth i don't, I don't probably know. No Pro- probably
3: in the billions more than me that's yeah <laughs> but is it shout right? out
2: papi Aron, uh f1 driver for red bull
3: uh in his truck. sorry he's recording he's truck recording truck. us right now yeah it's kinda weird but yeah. anyways Little Isn't Ryan Reynolds uh <laughs> owner of the Bur- Burham soccer team?
0: Yes, he is. is he, he became he? an owner, right?
3: Yeah, and, and they have a series on him on FS, I think. Yep. Heard of that? So good for him. Yeah, he's racking up
0: the dough. He's battling with his Cricket Mobile, too. Oh, hey yeah, okay. Cricket Mobile.
1: I'm going to be like three more minutes, a little bit, maybe two. Cause we already went over an hour. That's
0: okay. And you can works. just wrap it up right now. wrap it up.
2: Yeah, go okay. for it.
1: Um. Okay, everyone. That is the time we have today. Make sure you listen to RH Sports Zone on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts at El Pasano Media. It comes out every Monday, and be sure to follow our Instagram at El Pie Media. And if you Roadrunners are on campus, be sure to pick up a copy of the newspaper that are located like in black boxes around Rio Hondo. And also, you could also see our stories at el pasano online so that you guys take a look at our stories we write stories every week sports a and e lifestyle even news um and catch us next friday we will have our mystery guest. so yes, stay tuned for sure i'm excited i know who it is but <laughs> okay. you guys I don't. don't can we know <laughs> yeah.
3: you i can't say
1: you no have not you right now
3: say?
2: Yeah, when the
0: cameras are off
3: it's not
2: a mystery guest anymore
1: that it's not a mystery, game. We got to keep it a mystery. Yeah. So stay tuned. Bye, everyone. This is RH Sports Zone signing off.
3: Bye. Have a good day.